This is the best album you've never heard. Hello and welcome to Isolation Tapes Volume 2. Hope everyone's well and safe and staying in and all that stuff. I really enjoyed making Volume 1 and some people listened to it. And some people, they seem to enjoy it. Thank you so much to all those people that took the time to message me after they listened to it. It does mean a lot. You can find me on Twitter and the Instas at B-A-Y-N-H Podcast. Feel free to send me some of your own lockdown music, whatever is getting you through. I'll happily put it all together for a for an episode where you know multiple people sort of contribute stuff i think that'd be great so in volume two in this one i've done exactly the same thing as the first one just taking some of the music i've been listening to during this lockdown and i'm going to play it for you and i'm going to talk about it a bit hopefully not talk too much because i don't want to bore the pants off you but that's what we're going to do the weather's been pretty good and the weather where it definitely affects the music i listen to i'm sure that's the same for most people now, a lot of this music i'd say is like garden music for me you know sitting in the sun maybe you've got a cold drink you know maybe you're blazing some trees whatever your medicine is turning the music up i also consider stuff like that kitchen music like if i'm cooking or i'm doing something in the kitchen i always have music on and i like to have something that gives you know gives me a bit of a groove so if you're doing some cooking today maybe get this on turn the volume up and have a little bounce around while you pretend to be jamie oliver or nigella the first track is a solid banger i'm a big happy mondays fan well at least bummed Pills, frills, and belly aches. The first album was decent, but I think we can all agree Yes Please was were absolute garbage. I mean, the story of that album is definitely better than the actual record. If you don't know it, Factory desperately needed a big album to, to put out because they were going broke, and they decided that it was time for their Happy Mondays to release a new one. The problem was they needed to keep Sean Ryder off the heroin to get it done, so they sent the band to Barbados to record it. And little did they know that Barbados is like um, was like the crack capital of that part of the world and it wasn't long after they got there before Sean was like balls deep in any crack that he could find and when they ran out of money to buy crack they started selling equipment from the studio they were recording in and because he was out of his bonce the whole time Sean didn't bother like writing or recording any vocals so once they got back to the UK Sean Ryder demanded money for the master tapes from the label I think he got like 50 quid or something the legend is he was sitting on the toilet when he rung Tony Wilson and said, I'll, I'll flush the tapes down the pan if you, if you don't send me 50 quid or whatever it was. But they paid him, they got the tapes. When they got the tapes, they realised that there's no vocals in it at all, at all. So they had to get him in, do some vocals. And when they finally released the album, like Factory went bankrupt officially. Madness. Anyway, back to the track I'm going to play you. Um, when Sean Ryder and Bears, they announced a new project, Black Grape, in about 93, I thought, well, this is just going to be a disaster. Like, maybe it's a money grab or something. Then the first single came out, which is what I'm going to start with on this tape. The album, it's great when you're straight, yeah. It's up there with Sean Ryder's best work for me. It's a brilliant album. This is a reverent black grape.
What a tune. Ryder's lyrics are great. I wouldn't go as far as Tony Wilson, who I think compared him to Dylan, said he's his generation's poet or, or something like that. But Sean Ryder definitely had a unique way with words. On to another artist with a unique way of words, MF Doom. Now, I'm a big hip hop fan and I love, love, love MF Doom. I've been listening to quite a bit of his stuff recently, but more so the album he made with Danger Mouse called The Mouse and the Mask. And I've picked a track called The Mask. It features Iron Man, a.k.a. Tony Starks from the Wu-Tang, a top-level rapper for me. So this is The Mask. Enjoy. Is it much too much to ask? Not too high behind the mask. Straight, mask on crooked, exit stays left with the cash gone, took it off like a koofy. The fit was a bit doofy. He tried to get screwed with that two for you, one two for me. G, come to cranky attitude, wet him like a handkerchief on a stanky fatter dude. Whether you's a rapper or a dang sanger, once you in, there's only one way out like a gangbanger with a new crew keychain and street name. What set do he claim for fame? Peak game, just to keep fetter and stay dip. You need it like a letter or better, a getaway whip. This old thing's rusted, encrusted as the gold rings the old king's busted. Plan to end global starvation and fat her. Now what in tarnation did I go and do that for? Stuff happens, like getting snuffed for tough tit rapping. See, I told him enough, quit you yapping. The same applied to any and all chumps. The only question he had for y'all is how many lumps? Three or four, either or. Mon Sherry or more, so why you need your heater for? The super villain slid in your party for free. Warner MC, get out of here, kid, you bother me. My mask off my face was missing for two days For the record, Gene came back a year later Whole new identity, Tony Stark's pedigree My money green like my nickname was Celery Who was ghost who flashed his toast Never wore sheets but bulletproof coats Oh no, the fans cried for the mask back on Told him ghost is dead, he returned at the crack of dawn Few years from now, him and his pals before the Jetson ever arrived He'll be back summertime 2005 With a half a face iron The other half water look like alien science In the summertime, yeah, you can see the face boy, but the other side I keep lube with the pens on you, mad loyal. Uh huh. When the winter time comes, what? I get stuck cause my brain on numb. Like I ate a thousand ices and frozen Pepsis. Aquaman's pops can't water check me, disrespect me no. indirectly. No. I seen his feet and they both lefty. He stepping half correctly as I stroll the globe and terrorize the planet with a Bill Clinton mask and them play school hands. Me and Doom always be the best on the landing. Superheroes for life until our souls vanish. Another band I've been listening to loads is The Slits. Um, if you don't know them, The Slits are a post-punk band with these, all these reggae influences going on. They definitely had really close ties to the original punk scene. Singer Ari Alp's mum, Nora, is married to John Lydon. And they had people come in, play on the album that were, were from that, that kind of scene. I love their first album, Cut, which was released in 79, I think. The Slits sounds unique to me. I would struggle to say they sound like anyone else, which I think is you know, pretty unique for the post-punk punk era because there was a lot of bands doing the same thing. Remember, like, most of, most, to be honest, most of the, the original punk era is rubbish. It's just record labels jumping on the, the excitement and the bandwagon and putting out any old sort of tosh. Also, I think 
Nana Cherry sang some vocals on the album. I think that's true anyway. If not, I've just made it up and it sounds great. But I don't know. I'll have to check it out. Anyway, this is The Slits. This track is called Shoplifting and I adore it. Let's have some more hip hop. Why not? I'm in a hip hop mood. A band or an act, whatever you want to call them, that I think are genuinely underrated is the Beastie Boys. That might sound a bit mad because everyone knows the Beastie Boys. The first album, License to Will, was, a, was huge. But that's why I think they're sort of underrated now. They're thought of as a bit of a joke because of that album. You've got Fight for Your Right to Party, Brass Monkey, No Sleeps of Brooklyn, all those kind of songs. And they still seem to be thought of as these kids with like Volkswagen badges around their necks, rapping about being told off by their parents. You know, in that time they had a huge inflatable penis they used to have on stage with them. You know, pretty childish stuff. It was a it was a great album, I love it. But they made better stuff later in their career. And you know, that album was a long, long time ago. The Beastie Boys made tons of great stuff after that. I've been listening to their second album, Paul's Boutique, a lot recently. That was a bit of a flop at the time because everyone wanted License to All 2. And it definitely ain't that. It's built up of God knows how many samples. It's a work of art produced by the Dust Brothers, who'd worked with Tone Loke and Young MC, I think. Fun fact here, the Chemical Brothers originally called themselves the Dust Brothers as like a homage to those guys. And were probably told, look, you can't keep releasing records or releasing your records under that name. So they tried to buy the name off them, but they wouldn't sell it. So they just went under the Chemical Brothers. Never know, might come up in a quiz one day. But those guys put so many samples together um, and they just created this this brilliant, sprawling record that was nothing like License to All. So flops at the time, considered a classic now by most, myself included. This is the Beastie Boys' Sounds of Science. Amateur. Inaugural Isaac Newton. A scientific easy. A Ben Franklin. 
and diss you. some run the jewels everyone likes run the jewels if you don't like run the jewels it's probably because you've never heard run the jewels run the jewels are elp and killer mike both of them have done other stuff before this elp was in company flow if you do like your hip-hop and you haven't heard company flow's debut album fun crusher plus you should probably look it up it isn't on any of the streaming platforms but if you look hard enough on the internet of course you'll find it it's properly ace this tracks from Run the Jewel's second album and features the one and only Zach De La Rocha from Rage Against the Machine. Look, it's Run the Jewel's. It's Zach De La Rocha. What more could you want? This is Close Your Eyes and Count to Fuck. Run them jewels fast. Run them, run them jewels fast. Run them, run them, run them, run them, run them, run them. Fuck the slow mo. A slave, you protested to get in a fucking look book. Everything I scribbled like the anarchist book book. Look good, posing in a center for the crook book. Black on black on black with the ski mask, that is my crook book. How you like my styling, bruh? Ain't nobody smiling, bruh. About to turn this motherfucker up like Rikers Island, bruh. my fathers and my cripples and my blooders and my brothers. When you niggas gon' unite and kill the police motherfuckers, or take over a jail. Get them CO's hell. The burning of that sofa, goddamn, I love the smell. Like it's a pillow torching Where the fuck the warden And when you find them We don't kill them We just waterboard them We killing them for freedom Cause they tortured us for boredom And even if some good ones die Fuck it, the Lord assort them We we out of order, your honor You out of order This old court is unimportant You fuckers are walking corpses I'm a clip wig synonym Living within distortion I bite into a cyanide molar Before you whores win I'm a New Yorkie And I'm fucked for the jump I wear my Yankees so tilted I actually walk with a hunch Look at Mikey, I think he's Mikey, we are sinister sons. Hey, we the type of type to preach you with a grin and a grin. Come on, come on. Wise man once said, We all dead, fuck you. Just spit it, disgust 
something young and hold your nuts while you gunning. I listened, tatted a sentence on my dick last summer. Now I'll never get that phrase off my brain. It's no wonder. I'm here to buy hearts, I got hundreds. Honey, the cheaper the parts, the better buy for the money. I'm training for China, whispering, glistening, waiting for the christening. I know the neighbors can't help but listening. Uh, a dirty boy who come down on the side of dissonance. I can't even relax without sirens off in the distance. Not shitting you, little buddy. This fucking island's a prison. The only solace I have is an act of conjugal visiting. My solitary conditions preventing conjugal visits. Domain and missing my missus. They keeping me from my chilling conditions. Create a villain. The villain is giving vision. The vision becomes a vow to seek vengeance on all the vicious liars and politicians. Properties of the prisons. The forehead engravers and slavers of men and women. Including members of clergy that rule on you through religion. So strip your kids to the nude and then tell them God will forgive them. Give them. Running, 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 podcast is me you know realizing that I wasn't looking for new music anymore I wasn't discovering new music and I thought that was a shame so I hoped by starting this podcast that would change and it did it did right I look for new music all the time and I find great new music all the time and this is a this is a good example and I came across the album artwork before I'd heard it right and I was just drawn to it I can't really explain why you know like like any art I suppose my eyes just kind of went to it and album covers, they can be like that sometimes. I used to pick up records all the time because the cover artwork drew me in. Like when I worked in a record shop and the new releases would come in, I'd have a flick through them. Nope, didn't know anything about that band. But you know what? The record cover looks cool. I'm attracted to it. That goes on the pile to listen to. I used to buy records blind as well just because I liked the cover. Sometimes it goes massively wrong. Sometimes you find a gem. But I looked the album up after I saw the cover and listened to it and I loved it straight away. I immediately went to my vinyl vendor of choice. Banquet Records in Kingston, if you live anywhere near there and you like buying records, support those guys through this uh, lockdown. And I ordered a lovely coloured vinyl LP that arrived recently. I did put some pictures on the Insta if you want to see it. It's quite a heavy record, as I said before, I think, on the last one. I'm not too much of a metal sort of rock guy these days, but I do I do like a bit here and there. And this has got the, the right kind of level for me. 
And it wasn't just the artwork that caught my attention, it was the name of the band, which is pretty unusual. This is Pigs, 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 Pigs. From the album Visceral's This Is Reducer.
Did that clear your ears out? If you like that, you'll love Visceral's Go Out and Grab It. All right, after that, let's bring things down, right down, and breathe. Let's play something delicate. One of my favourite albums from last year was FKA Twigs, Magdalene. I don't really know how to describe FKA Twigs, for people that don't know her. I've seen her described as post-R&B, but that just sounds like waffle to me. She's electronic, experimental, but with pop sensibilities. That's about as close as I can get, I think. Anyway, check her out. I think she's ace, and I think this is beautiful. This is FKA Twigs and Cellophane. Didn't I do it for you? Why don't I do it for you? Why won't you do it for me? When all I do is for you. They want to see us, want to see us alone. They want to see us, want to see us apart. They want to see us, want to see us alone. They want to see us, want to see us apart. And I just want to feel your
Wasn't that a nice little breather? A beautiful piece of music. But are you ready to ramp things back up now? The next track is by Sugar, which is Bob Mould from Husker Do fame. This is from their second release, The Beaster EP. The first album, Copper Blue, was very glossy sounding with big production. And although these songs were recorded in the same sessions, they sound completely different. Much more sludgy and dirgy. For me, Beaster is the best thing that Bob Mould has done since some of that classic Husker Do stuff. This song gives me energy. It's like a red ball or something. It barrels along at 100 miles an hour and it never lets up. Beneath the laid guitars, there's a brilliant pop song buried. I love it. This is Sugar and Tilted.
what's French and English, loves analog keyboards, and writes brilliant pop songs. That's right, it's Stereo Lab. This is Ping Pong. Recently, I've been trawling through a load of my vinyl from the 90s. Right? That's what happens when you turn 40. Everything is just nostalgia from that point in. But I pulled a record out that I realised I probably hadn't listened to for about 20 years, and it's been on the turntable loads since. It's Leftfield's Leftism. I think it came out about 95. Uh, they're a dance act. They were one of those dance acts that crossed over to indie fans a bit. A bit like Orbit or The Orb. Around that time, mid-90s, there wasn't so much of a division between like dance and guitar bands for instance like all but all they were headlining glastonbury in the 90s and things like that and leftfield were definitely embraced by you know the kind of indie enemy reader type festival goer people if you've never heard leftfield you probably have heard leftfield they had a track called fat planet that was featured on a massive guinness advert a huge campaign 
So you, you, you probably would know that if you heard it. And tying back in with a name that I mentioned earlier, vocals on this are supplied by one John Lydon. I love it. I hope you love it too. This is Open Up.
We're on to the last record now. Before I do that, I just want to say thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed some of the music or maybe you discovered something that you'd never heard before that you liked. But hit me up on Twitter or the Instas with your lockdown music. Let's get a conversation going. I would love to hear some of the stuff you're all listening to. But on to the last record. A person I love is Kathleen Hanna. Kathleen Hanna was in Bikini Kill, one of the key figures in the Riot Girl movement. She famously sprayed the words, Kurt smells like teen spirit on Kurt Cobain's wall, which is where he got the title for the song. She's married to Ad Rock from the Beastie Boys. I'll tell you what, there's a fantastic documentary about her called The Punk Singer. That's a must watch. I can't recommend it enough. As well as Bikini Kill, she made music as a Judy Ruin. She formed the band The Tigra. And I just really wanted one of her songs to see us out here. Because she doesn't get any credit at all, Kathleen Anna. I know I said they made a documentary about it, but generally she doesn't get any credit for anything. So, put your dancing pants on and turn up the volume for La Tigra's Decepticon. Who took the bomb? Bye-bye. Who took the bomb?
later. This podcast is part of the After Dark Podcast Network.